Hey everyone and God bless you. Welcome back to Hope Ministries. I am your podcast host, as always, Kenny, bringing you a brand new message of hope, of love, of inspiration to influence you to take one more step in that direction with Jesus. And thank you for wherever you are right now for taking time out of your schedule to join me on this and to share what God put in my heart. And hopefully it edifies you and hopefully it leads you in in, in that direction with God and it gives you that, that energy, that fuel, that inspiration you need to keep on moving. Um, I have some updates today. Obviously, we'll start off with America's birthday, July 4th. Um, Happy Independence Day to all out there who live in the United States. And I hope you guys took advantage of that beautiful weather from start to finish on 4th of July. I was able to go to my future brother-in-law Ricky's house with my fiance and her family and spend the whole time there with pool, with barbecue, and his surrounding neighbors actually had a fireworks show. So, It worked out perfectly, but I hope you guys had a great time with your family and your friends. Uh, Secondly, yesterday my parents uh, returned back from Tampa and they spent a long time over there just getting my sister acclimated and ready with, with my with my nephew who was born uh, in June. And I'm so excited that to meet him in my, in my wedding, but so thankful that my parents took that time about three and a half weeks to go down there and be with my sister and to help her and to love on her and to kind of prepare her for motherhood and obviously helping out George as well too. So shout out to you two guys. Uh, I love you so much. I can't wait to see you and uh, just spend that time with my nephew. And to close up the updates, uh, tomorrow is July 7th, which means it is my father's birthday. He got back just in time, and I'm I'm so excited to hear him bring the message tomorrow on his birthday and just to see what God has been doing through him. But Dad, honestly, you're amazing. You're a pioneer. You're someone that really, um, your presence uh, was missed for sure. And I know that um, you have so much more to give. I know God's going to allow you to celebrate these blessings all year long. Thank you for being an inspiration to me. Thank you for being that man who uh, was bold enough to leave everything, even his success behind, to go seek out the gospel and believe what God said over people. But I cannot forget, of course, to also mention my dear sister and friend, uh, Nikki, her birthday is tomorrow as well. Nikki, thank you so much for every single seed, every single act of faith, every single um, move of obedience, whether you orchestrated the whole thing with Laura and I, whether releasing the word of magnesium over me, or even Instacart, which has been a tremendous blessing. You know I always mention those things because I'm truly grateful for each and every act of love. And just know that God loves you and the best is yet to come. And that Aviela, Larry, and even yourself are firmly in God's hands. So I love you and uh, I can't wait to celebrate celebrate tonight with Korean barbecue and see the see the whole gang of true encounter out there as well. So I want to start with today's topic. Um, it's basically we're going to be talking about the um, the life of Jesus. But when he was 12 years old, here in the book of Luke chapter two, we have a nice little passage about Jesus and what he did at 12 years old and how he conducted himself and how he was just so much more different than your average 12 year old. But um, the reason why I'm talking about this is because I feel like at this at this age, he kind of breaks this um, this schism that many of us believe in. Like, oh, you're supposed to be young and dumb, right? Make mistakes and not know things. But I really believe that at any age, it could be 5, 6, 10, 15, you know, 20, you can really learn and you can become someone who's wise and someone who's who has morals, someone who walks by principle at any age. If you're taught correctly, I believe that you will do that and I believe you'll follow that. And here, Jesus is just laying down the foundation for how all of us should be. Whether you're young, whether you're a middle-aged man, or whether you're an elderly man, 
in the end, you have the ability to walk with godly principles, thus completing that faith in you, thus completing that ability to overcome your desires, your temptations, your anger, whatever it may be, because with God, all things are possible. And here in Luke 2, I'm going to start actually in verse 45, but a little uh, preamble to what happened here um, is that Jesus and his mother Mary and Joseph, his father and his father Joseph, they went to Jerusalem for the feast. And as you're leaving to go back, they realized after a day's journey, they left behind Jesus. They didn't see him there. They thought he was part of the caravan and they realized they had to go all the way back and get him. In verse 45, it says, So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem seeking him. Now it was that after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. Let me stop right there. I'm not sure if you have a child, if you have children, if you have a younger sibling, a younger, you have a nephew like I do. But if I lost my nephew for three days, I would be freaking out. And the last thing I would suspect is him sitting in a church asking a pastor about Jesus, about God, and learning in the spiritual realm. To me, even though it'd be great to see, and I would love to see that, I'm honest with you, it would amaze me. It would shock me to see that. And I can't imagine Mary and Joseph being like, "Where is this guy? Where is he? Is he hurt? Is he, you know, is he, is he kidnapped? Where can he possibly be?" But they found them in the most secure place just sitting there and just enveloped with with the teachings of the scriptures and what's crazy about that is that you know this kid probably didn't eat for three days he probably didn't bathe probably didn't do anything essential that you have to do for i guess proper hygiene and and and, and feet and eating food but he was in the place where he had to be so continuing here it says and all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answer. So think about that. He was asking questions and he was receiving it. It was coming into him. He was actually absorbing the information and the knowledge. And then when he spoke, people were astonished at that. So God, Jesus at this age was showing that not only was he a good listener and learner, he was a good speaker. He heard the things he had to hear. He let them go and go inside of him and they came out of him. And I think many of us have to learn this. Many of us have to understand that when you get the word inside of you, you don't go to your worldly friends, you don't go into different areas and then spew out what they want to hear. No, you get the word inside of you so you can bring the word to other people. You get love inside of you so you can give it. You get, um, peace, grace, mercy inside of you so you can give that. Whatever you have inside of you, you can give. My dad always taught me that if you don't have it, you can't give it. And in this case, Jesus was learning these things and responding with things. And it was just a whole reciprocation of knowledge. And they were all astonished when they heard him. Imagine a 12-year-old just dropping knowledge on people. So when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. And he said to them, why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? But when they did not understand the statement in which he spoke. What's crazy about this is you imagine someone saying that to you, you looking for your son or your nephew or your cousin, and they say this to you, like, why are you upset? Why are you mad? Like, why are you going crazy? I'm here about my father's business. And think about it. You know, Mary knows, and they both, Mary and Joseph know the encounter they had with the angel and who Jesus was. But to, for that level, to that extent, like, wow, this guy's here and he's completely fine, 12 years old, actually schooling these adults in knowledge. And he's cool. He's like, just calm under pressure. In verse 51, it says, Then he went down to with them and came to Nazareth, and he was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. 
What's crazy about this is that Jesus didn't break any principles, any laws that God had bestowed upon mankind. We had to obey and respect and honor our mother and father. We had to be subject to our authorities. And he did all these things while still being subject to the kingdom itself and his heavenly father. All of this led to the fruit of him growing not only in stature because he had to grow because he wasn't going to be 12 years, 12 years old his whole life, but also in wisdom and in favor with God and men. And that's where the point I want to hit right now. I believe many of us have gotten to a point, I'm, I'm talking to the youth right now, that we just think we're, I guess for a lack of a better term or quote, uh, we're too cool for school. And we think we read the Bible for a day, I know everything now, I, I go to worship, I go to church, no one has to tell me anything anymore, I can do what I wanna do. But Jesus here, I mean, we're seeing a 12 year old, and in this, in this generation, a 12 year old to do this is probably maybe a 1% chance of happening. But the reality is that the possibility of it happening is real. You can do that. You can become someone who's young and is looking to learn, is hungry, is thirsty for the word of God, is hungry to be able to understand Jesus that much more. And what I took from this, what I received from this passage is that Jesus at a young age was just breaking schisms, breaking these 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 lies, breaking these things that we had to be young and dumb or we had to be reckless and rebellious. No, you can be submitted. You can be living exactly how God told us to live and you can be thriving. And that's why he grew. That's why he matured. He showed us in every single facet, whether he was born, his young adulthood, his adulthood, all these things together, how it was to go through the obstacles, to go to the temptations, to go through the, all the sufferings, but to continue to walk in the principles of the Heavenly Father. Um, this has been, it ministered me a lot too as well because I realized that I, you know, sometimes we get to that point where we just don't want to learn anymore. We don't want to receive any more information. We don't want to be tutored. We don't want to be mentored. We don't want to be discipled. And we want to kind of live this whole lone ranger, lone wolf kind of status and just say, you know what? God's got my back. He gave me grace. So I'll just kind of wing this. And that's been something that's really hurt a lot of people in the gospel, especially young Christians, is you're winging it. So you read the Bible every now and then. You'll fast every now and then. You'll pray every now and then. You'll tithe every now and now and then but you don't follow consistent principles and when you don't have consistency you end up living a life of inconsistency and the fruit won't be as ripe as whole as abundant as when you do when you walk in that i love the title says jesus advances in wisdom and favor know something you will never ever stop at any point you never get to a point or destination where you stop learning. You will always be forever advancing in wisdom. You'll be ever forever advancing in knowledge of who God is. And you have to thirst for those things because this world has prepared a constant attack of trying to get you distracted and off your game. And if we become like this boy, this, this little boy Jesus... If we learn from this, anything we learn from this at all, is that we need to be forever wanting to get to a different level in our ministry, in our maturity. For instance, five years ago, I wasn't thinking about becoming a husband. But now, five years later, I'm becoming a husband in three months. Now, from this point, and maybe in two years, I got to become a father. From there, I got to become maybe the head pastor in years again. You see, I'm always progressing to become something because I'm always growing. I'm always trying to progress to a certain point. But this is what Jesus was doing here. He was teaching us and he was showing us. And obviously, he was mesmerizing people because he was the word of God. He was a living God here on earth. But the fact that he submitted to these things, he didn't. it wasn't like he just came to earth and I'm I'm sure you could have just been that man. You know what, God? I know who I am. I'm just going to live my life. I'm going to eat potato chips. I'm going to just hang out. And when the time comes, to die on the cross. No. He 
picked up a he picked up a job. He was a carpenter. He 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 grew in wisdom and stature. He was in the synagogues preaching, doing signs and wonders. He was submitted to his authorities. Jesus did everything according to what the word said, and that's why he lived the life he lived. And I want to encourage you today to stop trying to live life according to what you think it is, but live by godly principles. Live by this this whole format right here. He was young, but he found himself in temples. He was young, but he found himself asking questions. He was young, but he desperately seeked to know more and more about God, more and more about what the scriptures said. And we need more of that. We need more people to display that. We need more young men and women to rise up and say, it is okay to read the Bible out loud. It is okay to seek Him. It's okay to go to an academy. It's okay to, to develop and to, to dedicate your life to exclusively getting to know Him. It's okay for signing up to go to a Christian academy. It's okay to take your kids out of a public school and into a, a, a whether homeschooling or Christian academy. It's okay to do these things because we have to get into this system where we want and desire to know more about Jesus, His truth, and the Word. And this is where I received from this whole passage. So wherever you are right now, I hope that you, that you grasp that. I hope that you know that people in life in this case, like Jesus' parents, are going to be anxiously looking for you, trying to get you to come out with your friends and party and take you here and take you there. But know something. You got to respond with this. I am about my father's business. Whatever my dad wants me to do. If my dad wants me to go to church and learn about him, I'm going to do that. If my dad wants me to pray with him and seek his face, seek his face, I will. If my dad wants me to fast and disconnect from the world, I'm going to do that. And we need to see a generation rise up who are willing to look at anyone in the face and tell them, I must complete my father's business. And I love later on in the Bible, it says that you, Jesus tells the disciples after not eating for a series of days, and he said, hey, Jesus, you got to eat, man. You look thin. You look like you got to eat some food. You look malnourished. And he tells them right to his face, there's a food that I have that you don't know nothing, you don't, you know nothing of. And that is to do the will of my father. And it makes so much sense here how that connects. Because here, after three days, he said that, trust me, I'm not sure, doesn't have a private chef with him. There wasn't a deli or like a, a, a Taco Bell there you can order fast food from. I'm sure at that point he wasn't eating uh, correctly. But the food he was eating, his father's word, his father's objectives, his father's Father's work, that's what kept him going and kept him full. So to me, it's just a tremendous passage, and I encourage you guys to read that, to read it, to break it down, and know that you can be mature and wise now. You don't have to wait till you're 50, you're 40, you're 30. You can be mature now. You can train your kids. You can train your nephews. You can train your siblings to grow in that wisdom and stature, and in the end, you'll see how they will win favor in the eyes of God and also in men. So I love you guys so much. Again, I thank you so much for joining me in these episodes. I did promise more episodes in July, and this is my second one now. And uh, I'm excited for what God is going to be doing, what's to come. Also, remember, keep keep that August um, retreat in your prayers. I know God's going to use me in a mighty way. It's right around the corner, so it's time to start really prepping and getting in uh, with fasting and prayer for that for the youth. But again, um, relate back to Jesus here. Put yourself in a situation and know that whatever you're going to do, it's got to be about your dad's business. And if you don't know your father, you won't know his business and you'll be confused on what work to do. I love you guys so much. Keep on being great. Keep on being awesome. And God bless you all.